Welcome back, ladies and gents, to another episode of the Comic Nation podcast. My name is Curtis, and I am your host. And joining me, as usual, we have the co-host. We have Luca Campbell. What's happening, Luca? Uh, good, no, good, my man. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And ladies and gents, for the first time in over a year, we finally have a guest on the podcast. It's taken too, too long. This man needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyway. He is a very talented friend of mine, probably the most knowledgeable when it comes to, let's say, the the Marvel Universe uh, in particular. He is a man of culture, let's say. Ladies and gents, put your hands together. <laughs> it's Andrew Grayson. Come on. What's happening? What's How happening, my man? Man of culture, I don't think that's a good <laughs> on me. And to be fair, I thought, I thought that was quite good. Andrew, you are probably the most knowledgeable person and you're the perfect guest to get back on, especially because we're now trying to get guests back on the Combination podcast. How are you, my man? How are you doing? I'm good, mate. I'm very well. I'm very busy. It seems as if all the content is dropping at the one time, so there's yes. lots of things to be to be talking about and to be seeing. Um but but um overwhelmed with the fact that I'm the most knowledgeable person about Marvel. So now I feel as if I'm on I'm getting tested here. But no, I'm good, mate. I'm glad to be here. Um The thing is you I, I would say you perform better under relaxed. pressure. I'm, say again. You would you would perform better under under pressure. I mean, I try my best, but I feel I feel more relaxed that I don't need to play host. It's actually quite nice to be the guest for once and rather than me being the the guy pulling all the strings. But so yeah, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm glad to be here on the Combination Podcast. Thank you very much, my friend. And we are very delighted to have you. We, we we definitely want to chat with you, obviously, with this. So, ladies and gents, for those that don't know, Andrew is the host of the With Mates podcast, which you've heard us mention multiple times over the podcast. If you want to go and check it out, you can check him out on Spotify and Apple Podcast, and we highly recommend you go and do so. Very knowledgeable, as we say. Great guests, uh, one in particular being Curtis Campbell. He's a sexy guy. Uh, go and give it a listen. Ah, go, go and give him a listen, folks, and make sure you leave him a review as well. But today, folks, we are here to discuss the brand new Disney Plus TV series. Uh, we currently have episode one and two out at the moment. Uh, we are going to be discuss, uh, discussing She-Hulk. Now, lads, I just want to get your your thoughts and your feelings so far on the podcast uh, Andrew as you're the guest we'll start with yourself are you are you enjoying the series so far I love it I think it's great um I said after episode one that it might be my favorite opening episode of a Marvel series um after watching episode two I feel like they could have released both of these on the same day which they have done in the past I know mm -hmm. like yeah, some yeah. of the like Mandalorian or um, Ms. Marvel, I'm sure, came out like where it was the first two episodes. I feel like they could have done that with us because they're short episodes. They're only like between like I think twenty and thirty minutes. Um, but no, I love it. I think uh, the comedy's on point. I love Tatiana Maslany as as the lead as Jennifer Walters. Um, obviously getting to see Mark Ruffalo is always a delight. But yeah, no, the tone that they've set it is very sitcommy. It is very fast paced. It's funny. And they do a good job of giving us something new, but still interlinking with everything else that's going on with the MCU. So I'm I'm very positive on this series. No, I completely agree. I'm really enjoyed it myself, actually. And I think it's just refreshing. I think it's really refreshing. It's a character that we've not had much build-up around. They've kind of just yeah. flung us in the deep end with it. And yeah, I think she's been a great casting choice for She-Hulk. Look, what are you thinking of the series so far, for the first two episodes? I'm thinking, I'm thinking, it's, it is good, it is good, but I think it's the best, and I don't overly like it, I think Moon Knight is still better than it, um, 
I mean, I'm just a bit salty that it's a, a, a lawyer TV show and so and Better Call Saul's just finished. So <laughs> I think my I think my opinion might be a bit based. Yeah. No, but so you're I mean, you're comparing She Hulk to Better Call Saul. Is that what is that what you're no, going with? No, I'm not comparing it because Better Call Saul's better in every way. But <laughs> and um, the title as well. And and the title, yeah. No, but no, it, it's it's good. It's good, not great, but it's good. And I and I watch it week to week. I think I think that's it. We're only two episodes deep in. I think we need to see where it's going to go. Uh, one one thing for me with watching this now, we won't do an in depth because we we don't want to make this podcast too long. Uh, and I'm really interested to see what the guys think of this. But the first episode, we pretty much get the introduction uh, to She Hulk straight away. She goes in, she breaks the fourth wall, which. I was totally buzzing with. Uh, we've only ever seen that once, kind of a Marvel and that being Deadpool. Uh, we know how well that was done. So my kind of worry was, was this going to be all right? Because obviously it was Sony, uh, Fox, sorry, previous with Deadpool. And now we've obviously got the MCU, the Disney kind of version of it. What did you think of the, the fourth wall break? Did you, did you like that? Did you like the fact that they've, they've did that? Because it's not something that I'm aware of with She-Hulk, uh, doing in the comics especially. Uh, I didn't know much prior of She-Hulk, to be fair. I just know her from reading Secret Wars, but other than that, I've, I've never really read anything else about her. So what did you... Did it kind of take you by surprise when she did the four-fall break, Andy? What did, what did you think? Um, it did, Again, like, I, I'm trying my best to not watch trailers and stuff like this before these shows because I feel as if trailers really give stuff away. Um, but I did see, like, some, some stuff on, like, Twitter and social media saying that she did break the fourth wall. So I was a bit... Not hesitant about it, but I was just like, right, okay, we've not seen this in the MCU. As, cut as, as you've said, like we see it with Deadpool um, and his own separate movies, but we do know that we're going to get Deadpool 3 is apparently going to be part of the MCU, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is very much rumoured. But the thing for me was I was quite hesitant going, how does this play? We haven't really seen a, 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 as brazen a third wall break. I think there's been times where uh, characters have looked down the lens of the camera, but we've never actually been spoken to by the audience. But I thought it fit well. That's why I was really high on the, the first episode with it, her just kind of being like, look, I'm going to introduce my origin story. We're going to find out how, how I became She-Hulk and then we'll crack on with what the rest of this is going to be. Um, so yeah, no, it, it threw me at first before I seen it. But I'm actually a fan of it. I think they're using the technique very well. It'll be interesting to see how much more of it we get uh, through the rest of the series. Um, and then obviously we will, we'll get in the future with Deadpool. No, I, th- I think you're right. I think you're bang on. Uh, I think it's a good start for what we're, we, are, we will be getting within the MCU. Uh, and you're right, the first episode, there was no pissing about really. It was straight in, <laughs> finding out exactly who she was, uh, how she became She-Hulk, uh, which is actually different, I think, to what the comic book actually is when doing the research, so there is a element of the Hulk's blood and things like that exchanging. Yeah. I think, I think it was, it's... I think in the, the, the comics it was, they were in a car crash and she needed like a blood transfusion, yes. whereas that stuff kind of went off. It just kind of accidentally, accidentally just somehow got into uh, her wounds, uh, which is which is quite funny. I think they will loosely base a few of the episodes off the comics, but I'm not expecting, yeah. I'm expecting this to be fresh and that no, nobody kind of goes in expecting it. Uh, now the first mm-hmm. episode, as you say, we get the introduction obviously to She-Hulk and we get to see a train with Mark Ruffalo as well, which was absolutely fantastic to see the main man back in action. Now, one of the big things that I've seen online is everybody discussing Hulk at the minute. There seems to be so many rumours going around that we might possibly be getting a World War Hulk movie. Now, Luca, yeah. you've been quite vocal about the Hulk. What's your What's your thoughts on this Hulk? Are you, are you Do you like this Hulk? Or, we, or do you want to go back to the way it was? Because that's that's something I've seen a lot, especially on TikTok at the minute. There seems to be a divide of people going, right, no, no, I want 
the old Hulk back. But there's some people that are just yeah. quite happy to see this kind of smart, funny Hulk. You know what I mean? Like a normal kind of person. You know what I mean? Just what 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 did you what what are you thinking? I want I want to go straight back to the olden days. I want him to be in a complete mindless you want, monster. You want Luther like no painted in green paint? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is he not in the show? He was a cameo in the She Hulk, or was it in the the Hulk film? He was in. You made a cameo. Hey, just now uh, you said that. Oh, you're I'm right. Sure he was a cameo in the yeah. the, the the Eric Banner Hulk, like mm-hmm. the, the old one. I don't yeah. know if he was in the the MCU one, but yeah, he definitely made a cameo in one yeah. of the older Hulks. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so I think I just want Hulk. I want Hulk to go back to the way he was in you know Avengers and stuff. I want him to just be mental, and I think see they do the the world. Was it? Well, I forget the one that's before World War. World Black, War Planet Hulk. Hulk. Planet Hulk, and they do Planet Hulk, and then they do World War Hulk, and then that puts them back into rage mode, and that'd be sick to see online. Oh. That'd be sick to see in the MCU. Th- this and is the thing potentially kill him off at that point if so he gets to. You're, you're kind of you're kind of leading to what I was kind of going to ask there. So you say obviously about Planet Hulk. Do we do we think now in the episode? Obviously, we see the is it Sakar? Is it one of the Sakarian ships? Yeah. Sakarian ships, yeah. ships, yeah. So it's one of the Sakarian ships that basically causes the crash, which exchanges the blood, and then that's where she becomes She Hulk. Do do we think that this this is where he's heading to? Do we think that this he, he's he's obviously going off planet now? He's he's away eh, back to I, I kind of mind the name of the planet, it's the tip of my tongue, Sakaar. but I kind of get it. Is it Sakar? Yeah. yeah, it's Sakar. Yeah. yeah, there you go. I just clarified that for us. So he's on he's on his way back to Sakaar. I, 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 I know, I know. I don't know if it was like the race or the planet was different, but you know, it's yeah. one of the ones. But yeah, yeah so he's on his he's, he's way back to Sakaar. Uh, do you think maybe this could be the start of maybe a possible solo Hulk movie? Um, I think, I think so. it depends. I think the, the thing that I know up to this point is the reason that we've not had a Hulk movie to this point is there's still, so like you, Curtis, you mentioned earlier with Deadpool that, Fox owned the rights to like X-Men and, and Fantastic Four, but now they've reverted over. So originally the 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 Hulk movie in the MCU was distributed by Universal. So if you rewatch that film, it's yep. not the MCU credits, it's the Universal credits that open it up. Um so unless they've kind of resolved that, but the the rumblings are that we will get a, a Hulk solo movie, which I think one Mark Ruffalo deserves. I think he's been fantastic and deserves his own movie. Yeah, yeah. But two, it can lead us to his, uh, what Lucas said is like it could write him off. We could see him eventually kind of go and and we've already kind of touched on the the subject of Planet Hulk somewhat in Thor Ragnarok where he was fighting in the, the yeah, gladiatorial yeah. games. But they could go that nth degree. They could go that much further and say, no, this is for the this is for the all the marbles. This is to rule Sakar. Or they could do it any other way. But I I, I am all for it if they do decide to do a, a, a. And I hope it's a movie. I don't hope it's a. I don't want it to be. Yeah, a TV I, th- TV. I think it's got to be yeah, a movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I, I think like all these characters that we're just being into, introduced to are perfect for mm. TV shows. Kind of get yeah. us a few episodes to build up a kind of relationship with them because we've had so many movies. I think with the you know I mean the OGs, Iron Man, Hulk, and things like that, and that we've grown to love. I think obviously everybody's just a wee bit. It's kind of like stale now with the Hulk, and we kind of want to get back to that aggressive animal Hulk where he just loses his shit. And it's just yeah, I think that's. I, I would love to see that happen personally. I'd love to see him go back to the way he was. I do like the idea of a smart Hulk, but I would very much like to see him, even if it's something to do with that he's in the film. And he is yeah. this Hulk, and that something just snaps within him, and kind of like causes a blackout, similar to Moon Knight. You know what I mean? Where he kind of mm. the start where we were getting yeah. that, he kind of blacks out, and he gets that 
crazy stage, but you, you never know what happens with the MCU. Uh, For me personally, I would like to see Ragnarok uh, Hulk, where he was talking, where it was like very much in the Avengers, it was just grunts. I was kind of con- like conscious. Yeah. Where yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was talking to Thor and, and things like that, but he did have that um, rage. Yeah. He had that side of him. And like, I don't mind Smart Hulk, but I'm kind of at the end of my tether with him, where I'm going, I kind of yeah. like seeing the transformation between the two. So the way I've been talking about it is, is it like forms? Like I know you're big uh, Dragon Ball Z fans. Like I know they've got different sure. forms Saiyans or something yeah, like yeah. that, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, so yeah, they've yeah. got their um, Super Saiyans and things like that, yeah. Yeah, so it's something like that. If it was to go Hulk Super Saiyan, like go back to being that <laughs> mm-hmm. monster, that would be really yeah. cool. Well, see, that's the thing we were discussing at our last podcast when it was uh, Dragon Ball. Basically, the, the way they, they work through their forms is by emotion. So it's either by, mm-hmm. you know I mean, anger. It's either by, you know I mean, their they're upset stuff stuff like that you know what i mean so I, I i could see that i could see that happening and i think that's what's good about this character of she hulk uh, this the uh, jennifer walters character you know what i mean the fact that she can change herself back to normal to yeah. she hulk which i'm really enjoying and she seems to be able to handle it so much better than what the hulk mark ruffalo you know what i mean ever did which is brilliant you know what i mean brilliant to see and obviously i like the fact that there's a lot of kind of relevant stuff where she's like you know what i mean i'm able to control my anger because yeah. i am a woman and you're like that's just brilliant it's so so relevant one thing that's really kind of ticked me off though is by doing all this we've had so many bombings and reviews of it which i don't even think it's by doing this i just think it's fucking idiots before it comes out it's just misogynistic yeah. sexist idiots that are because if you look through all the fucking like and again i am saying this as someone that's not really that big a fan of the captain marvel movie it would be lower in my tier like rankings mm-hmm. but the scores that pe- people were just like um, review bombing it just for no reason. Like again, the only reason I can think is you just they just don't like women. And to me, again, each their own. If someone doesn't like something, like Luca's not as hot on it as I am, which is fair enough for all of their opinions. But yeah. the show's not nearly as bad as what these people are doing. And as no. you say, it's like it's it's just it's stupidity at this point. It is, and it's just not fair. You know, what I mean, that she she is a she's a great actor. Yeah, she is. Oh, she's and I, fantastic. She's so Her funny. Comedy chops are so good, man. And I don't think now I was kind of I was at the start I was going I didn't like the CGI, but as I'm watching the first two, I'm actually thinking to myself it's not that bad. It's actually not see that for bad. TV. See for TV. I think it's good. Aye. I think what will yeah, be interesting will be when when inevitably that she does we do see her in a film, whatever film that may be, she'll look better the same way as Bruce looks better in the films, but those budgets are so much higher that they can afford to to put more time and more use better things to kind of get it the way it looks. But I, I think the CG is really good. And that that's something I'm, we'll discuss later on is maybe where do we see her going in the future, eh, especially with the series, because I don't think there's a, a definite thing that's going on. I think by the first, well, other than obviously, we'll, we'll just kind of finish off the first episode because there's not a lot mm-hmm. that happens. It's pretty much just finding herself and managing the Hulk and trying to get back to her real life job, which is of course being a lawyer. So we end up at the end of the first episode and we end up seeing her in court and then somehow through barging through a wall comes this uh, villain influencer that they kind of call her. <laughs> uh, the name totally es- escapes my mind, but she, oh, ti- ti- is it Titania? Titania. Titania, Titania. Why did I say Titania? But tit- yeah, uh, Titania. She's like this influencer that they've described her in the news and then she just gets absolutely her ass handed to her by one punch from uh, she Hulk, which is <laughs> have you seen the uh, have you seen the stuff on online where she done an interview about that uh, stunt 
No, no, no. So she she pitched it to the director um, that we've seen loads of times where a guy's been like punched or kicked in the balls. So she wanted equality and wanted She-Hulk to punch her right in the foof. <laughs> so there is a an outtake on, or not an outtake, but a different version of the the scene where she gets it right in the the vijayji. Oh, fantastic! So maybe worth having a wee look on Twitter. I'll, I'll need to, I'll need to give that a look uh, for research purposes only. Uh, yeah, of course. For research purposes, you know, we've got to make sure we're up to date with all this sort of stuff. But <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I've I've read a rumor that she's not meant to appear now until episode six or something like that. Uh, she's not she's not back in it for a wee while, so I don't imagine she's probably the the main sort of you know what I mean villain or anything villain, regarding yeah. this i think she's probably just one of these kind of lower level characters that as we say or she's kind of known as the influencer so maybe mm. it's just another stunt that we maybe see down the line i don't really know where this is going other than the fact that in episode two uh, right at the start she's obviously sacked for her job uh, they don't like the idea of the she hulk because uh, obviously once she's introduced it kind of gets into the limelight they don't want to be having that. They think that she'll just get everything in her favour because she is technically now a superhero. But with that, eh, we ended up seeing her going through all the different job interviews and things like that. I really like that. Eh, I really like the fact that it was just simple, simple kind of comedy with these. As you say, it's it's pretty much like a TV eh, series, which I really yeah. enjoy. You know what I mean? It's like a sit proper sitcom, which I think is refreshing. We kind of got glimpses of it in one division with the way that they were kind of trying to set that up and then obviously how it built up at the end, which I imagine will probably happen to She-Hulk. I imagine she will play a big part coming in the MCU. But yeah, we ended up uh, seeing her doing obviously her interviews and then she finally gets a job with the the agency or the sort of the attorneys that she was up against right at the very start that you see her. But they don't want her. They want the She-Hulk. They want the She-Hulk to be the face of this new division, which basically helps with superheroes, I, I believe, if I'm right. Uh, yep. Now, this is an interesting thing and something I was reading up on. So that episode is a pretty much a comic, but it's back to front. So this attorney, this uh, this uh, organism, whatever you want to call them, I've totally lost my, my thing there. These attorneys basically want her to be She-Hulk, whereas in the comics, they don't want her to be She-Hulk. They just want her to be yeah, Jennifer it's Walters. So it's the that. total opposite, which is quite good. They've kind of stuck with the same sort of storyline, but we're obviously getting it opposite-wise. And again, we get to see her pretty much in our full She-Hulk kind of thing here. Now, the best part of this episode, uh, pretty much for me, was obviously the introduction again to Emil Blonsky, Tim Roth, Abomination. What was your... What was your now, we knew he was kind of coming back, but what was your... What was your thoughts seeing him again? Because that's the first time we've actually heard him speak. We obviously seen glimpses of him uh, in Shang Chi, but we never actually heard him talk. So when he was speaking, for me, when I was listening to him, I was going, "He sounds so different to what he was before." I don't know if this is just a change, but what was your thoughts? Obviously, seeing Tim Roth back on our screens, Andy. Uh, I loved it, mate. As someone that's kind of known in very many different groups to be like this Marvel fanatic and stuff like that. The fact that we're what 15 years on from that film and we're still getting things paying off. Um if you go back and watch that film at the time and there was points at time where I think it was the 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 underwater prison in Civil Civil War. I think it's got a name but I can't remember it. Um there was rumors that oh Tim Roth's abomination is in there. We then seen him in Shang Chi and stuff like that. But as you say seeing Tim Roth rather than just the abomination to me, was fantastic. I think he's a great actor. I think giving him his due to to again, it's it's very much a film that is out of sync with the the rest of the MCU. Like it's not on Disney Plus. Not a lot of people realize because of 
um, Edward Norton playing Bruce Banner, that it's actually part of the MCU. Yeah. So it's nice to see those things that happened again, aging myself here 15 years ago, paying <laughs> off now. Um, Look at you were, yeah, uh, you were just, just born when that the film has been released. <laughs> Because you know, you know, I'm, it was obviously released I'm the same year as Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah, I, that's older. it. I, that's it. Exactly. I think. I think it was amazing. Look at. Did you? What did you think? Seeing obviously Abomination, but seeing him in his human form because this would have been your first time thought, actually seeing that. See from right. See from the trailers. I thought. I didn't think he'd be this mad wee goofy guy. I thought he was going to be. You know what? <laughs> mad wee was? goofy guy. <laughs> mad wee goofy. I, no, I thought. I thought he was going to be. You know what? Joker, like Joker from the Batman, was to to. No, wait, sorry. No, I don't explain it. You know how, you know how the extra scenes from from, from the, the Batman, Batman the, the and speaking to Joker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking to Joker. Uh-huh. I thought it was gonna be like that. I thought it was gonna be like, be like that, but no, I feel like he's pure intelligent. Not, but no, it was just. Nah. I think that's what they've done really well, though. Is like because if you go back and you watch that original movie, it was very like soldier minded, yeah, yeah. very kind of regimented in that kind of system, and he's now. Well, we don't know because again, we're only two episodes deep. But he's now turned over this new leaf. Like the first thing he said was "Namaste," and he's this kind of like. Re- I think I think in trailers he's, that he that he's now and... this like self help kind of guy. Um, so like I I completely understand where you're coming from. Look at it, you wouldn't actually picture him to be this kind of character, but it'll be interesting to see if he, if it's a facade or if it is the new him. It's it's great that that is her first client. That's our first client that we get to see. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's a great introduction into his character back into the MCU. As I say, we only seen glimpses of him in Shang-Chi, but it would be good to have the Abomination because we, I think that he's probably going to feature in a few different films maybe in the, the future. I'm thinking more the Thunderbolts, you know what I mean? This kind of anti-Avengers kind of team that they're kind of building at the minute. And he obviously fits the bill perfect for a Hulk let's say, or Hulk-esque Hulk character, you know what I mean? So maybe maybe we can come back and discuss that at some point later on if, if you want to discuss it. But yeah, the episode pretty much kind of ends uh, with all hell breaking loose again, that the video of uh, Abomination actually <laughs> going with uh, Wong uh, to obviously yeah. this this part in Shang-Chi and I think it's in Tokyo if I'm right, where they have their fight or Shang- yeah. uh, Shanghai or whatever it is, where they have this Somewhere. big fight in this kind of warehouse. Yeah, somebody actually uploaded that to to online, let's say, and mm-hmm. it's been discovered, eh, and just, yeah, all hell breaks loose, so they all think he's escaped. Now, when I was watching it at first, I thought, oh, damn it, he's escaped, like, he's just just escaped, and I'm thinking, no, oh, but it wasn't until I obviously watched the back, seen the video, I was like, right, ah, cool, right, so it's, it's a Shang-Chi, they're like, how did he get out of there, so, but... I was I was listening to kind of funny that we're doing a review on this, and somebody, like, the, the host actually said the same thing, he's like, this doesn't work out like timeline wise because mm-hmm. Hulk's arms now fixed, so he couldn't have went at that point. And I'm going, my automatic reaction was, oh, this is from back when it, we seen the fight in yeah. Shang Chi, so this is like well after yeah. it. So like I get why people got confused, but my first thought went to, oh no, that's just footage that we've seen in that film. And and, and it makes and it makes sense. Aye. so it makes sense. So it sets us up for the next episode to actually find out what the hell is going on because she's going to have to try and sort this. Out. As we say, this is her client. Uh, one thing I I forgot to mention there was the she has basically a chance whether she wants to take the job or not, and this is something that we kind of brought up, and it's probably one of the best parts of the episode, and it's when she gives Mark Ruffalo the Hulk uh, a callback, basically to kind of say to him like, look. I'm possibly going to be taking Emil Blonsky as my as my client, just to let you know I want to pre-warn you and stuff like that. And he ends up with this funny joke 
basically saying that now he it addresses the elephant in the room I think with that and obviously how now it makes everything kind of canon they've obviously just recast uh, the same way they did with Iron Man uh, after obviously Rhodey and things that they recast but my favourite part was obviously when he turned around and it was something along the lines of the you might know it off by heart Andy but the line was I believe it was a that was so long ago I'm, com- I'm completely a different person now literally and yeah. I like, I loved the fourth wall breaks. It just, it's so simple. Turns to the camera and goes, ha. Just simple, simple <laughs> as that. And I thought, they've totally addressed that. That's it. It's done. We know, we, they, they're aware. We're all aware. And I like the fact that that's it. It's under, under the mat now. We're all good. We, we can move on from here. And that, I think that's why she's so good at the comedy of this. Because uh, I didn't know, I don't, I don't know if she is meant to be a kind of comedic kind of character, or she is meant to be a bit more serious. But she's so self-aware. That's what I think with the character as well, which really suits her and the part that we've gone. So yeah, I, I think with the first two episodes we've got have been really good. I'm interested to see the third one. Uh, for those that don't know, it's actually released on a Thursday. Uh, do you see this going anywhere? Do you think that he's going to turn on her at any point, Emil Blonsky? Do you think he's going to go bad? Or do you think we might get another character? Or do you think that this will be... I mean, she addresses it at the start. She tells everyone this is a lawyer's a lawyer show. Do we think that this will just be a simple, like, it'll be like a, a court kind of thing for the whole of the rest of the episodes? I mean, because I think it's nine episodes, am I right? Insane? Yep. So nine. we've still got another nine seven nine episodes. episodes to go. So I know we're going to get a Titania back in, but I don't think she's a major villain. Unless something magic See, happens. I mean, have you have you got anything in mind that you think could happen? See, um, so as they're bringing back characters from, you know, the, like the Hulk, and the Hulk is in, you know, Abomination and that. In the film, in the film The Hulk, you see Abomination's blood get put into someone else by mistake. And basically, basically when the blood gets into him, instead of it going like, go to his, like, his arms, getting stronger, it goes to his head. Which which leads to the character the leader who basically is a Hulk, but his strength isn't like physical. It's not physical. It's mental. It's mental. Yeah. So he's so he's pure smart and all that. And I think you know having like two Hulks versus this new smart Hulk basically that isn't all that physically strong. And he's how would be cool if he was the one pulling the strings the entire time. Him because he should because he'd be a he'd be around for a while now just hiding in the shadows mm. being. Well, if it is him, but yeah, I think it's the leader. His name is yeah. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good day. Uh, it's a good take on it, Luca. Definitely, I think there's a good take there, and there's a, a good kind of storyline there, as you see, that we can do it. Uh, if I remember right, my my, I don't know if this is uh, Edward Norton's one, but am I right in saying that we had a Stan Lee cameo where he was drinking one of the bottles and it had the blood in it as well? Yeah, yeah that, was, uh, that was Ed Norton's. That was Ed Norton's, right? I don't yeah, think we we'll, obviously we won't have a Stan Lee, unfortunately. Uh, rest in peace, my my guy. Uh, but yeah, I was just wondering that how 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 does that go about? And imagine imagine there was. But you're right. This this blood could obviously. I mean, look at look at the way it happens in the MCU. I mean, surely enough, there's there's loads of Bruce Banner's blood just kicking about. You know what I mean? And is it a case that if it touches, you know what I mean, gets into anybody's system, they do change, or do you think they have to have that certain thing in? You know what I mean? Inside them that it does. Who knows? Maybe we'll see later on in the future. But yeah, I, I think like we've kind of touched on it, the where we where I kind of kind of see this going and things like that. I imagine that he will get out of prison. I imagine he will, he will be released and he'll probably be recruited by this anti Avengers Thunderbolts team that we're going that's, to be getting. 
that's my initial thought. I think this is going to very much because even when you hear um, Blonsky talk about the government forced this super serum on him, which he's not lying about. Like they gave him the the the, the cap super serum that they'd done. He obviously let out uh, didn't include the fact that he made um, the the guy that played the leader um, fill him with Hulk's blood. But I think this is very much going to be this kind of government government governmental like try to put the thunderbolts together we've already seen it in um falcon winter soldier series with that woman recruiting u.s agent she was at the end of black widow and an after credit scene i think you'll see yelena in the thunderbolts and then obviously yeah. blonsky as well i think so for me the interesting thing and again i don't want to spoil anything so i won't say anything but there's a interesting character who already returned in another film is now rumoured to be in this. Not rumoured, it's all confirmed if you've seen the trailers. DD lives in New York. Um, can I see very well? That guy. So he's apparently going to be in it. And I'm going, what is she? Is she went to New York? Because she's obviously, this is yep. based in um, California. Is she went to New York? Or is, is for whatever reason, that character come to uh, the other side of America? So it's like, to me, in the first two episodes, have not really given as much in terms of where this is kind of going to go or where they're setting it up to go. For me, I'd be happy if this was just like her taking cases on for uh, a male blonde superheroes or supervillain. I think it's yeah. not even just a male blonde; it's just other people. Just other I think people it's, going I think on. It's, I just like the difference in it. I think it'd be so so cool if it became this kind of situational um, lawyer show. And I think that that is the best thing. She's she's literally said it right at the start. So there's no there should be no expectation of as I say, like a big villain coming and mm. being the being the same as what the other ones pretty much all wear, uh, which is so refreshing to say so. Uh, now just the last kind of wee point that we'll, we'll touch on a uh, Easter egg. Have you seen the, a couple of wee things that have been going yes. on? Yeah, we've, yes. we've, we've, we're we're short for time here, unfortunately, but we'll, we'll kind of touch on it. Now, we see it, and I believe a, it was on a, a computer screen, either on an article, if I'm right. Yeah, it was when she was looking up the jobs. The, like the jobs, when she thought she was going to lose our jobs. And do you mind what it says? It says, man, what is it? Man caught on camera fighting, fighting in bar with steel claws. So, so I think I, where the fuck's my phone call, Kevin Feige? <laughs> I'll say it on every platform that allows me to say it. I want that Wolverine part. Yes, I, so there you go, folks. It looks like we've got a first. Just talking <laughs> no, you're fine. Kim Kim We uh, look as bang on. We have got our first insight into Wolverine. So I believe we will be getting the mutants very very soon. Do you do you th now? Obviously, Phase Five's been confirmed. Mm -hmm. Do you think we'll maybe get it in phase six? Nope. No? You, no? Seven. Oh, really? Maybe. Yeah, I, I, think, I think they seven. are coming. Yeah. I think, I think they'll slowly get I, I think they'll slowly get introduced, mm -hmm. but I don't see it, the X-Men until phase seven. The way I'm looking at it is realistically, your big build up is to Kang. That's what we're going to focus on is taking mm -hmm. on Kang. Yep. Where do you go after that? Mm -hmm. Maybe Doom from Fantastic Four, things like that. But you need something big for phase seven yeah. going onwards and if you make it about the mutants that's fantastic um and it's also it gives me another two three years to get in shape for this uh, <laughs> but big kev big kev. kev hit me up mate find me on all all social media platforms hit me up i've already tweeted you about it 
and that is a, a perfect a perfect way to end the podcast Andy me I really appreciate you coming on it's been an absolute pleasure uh, where can the lovely people find you where can they where can they find you on this social media world we have now um, if you want to follow me personally I'm at Andalf the Grey I tend not to tweet about things outside of Man United and films so if you're interested in either of those things you're more than welcome or sometimes games as well um, if you want to follow my podcast as Curtis says it's uh, the With Mates podcast you find it on Twitter Instagram TikTok Facebook all those places just look up the With Mates podcast we're on Apple Spotify all that jazz um, we're doing quite a bit just now we've got about two or three series all happening at once we're doing She-Hulk reviews we're doing House of Dragon reviews uh, the new Lord of the Rings series comes out next week which we're going to try and review as well um, yesterday we dropped a review for the movie Nope if you're interested in that but yeah we try and put out as much content as possible um, Curtis and um, Luke have both been on it pri- previously I need to get them back on it as well um, I need to start watching Dragon Ball Z or something yeah, Thank mate, get you. the get the keep anime. Keep up with you, youngins. Get the anime on, mate. It's brilliant. Look has got me hooked on it. It's brilliant. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. And it, do you know what the thing with anime is? It's like 20 to 30 minute episodes a time. You know what I mean? It's easy, easy watching. Easy I'm still watching. trying to hammer through the fucking Clone Wars and that's a struggle at the best of times. I, I really want to try and start that. I've watched The Bad Batch, but I've not, I've not watched The Clone Wars. So maybe something what to look yeah. at in the future. What, sorry? What about yeah, The Clone Wars? Yeah. Like somewhat through season two or three, I think I've heard people say it gets really keep, good by the end. But I'm keep like, watching, keep yeah, watching. Yeah, it's a, it's there's times when it's a struggle where it's like a fucking Padme episode or a Jar Jar oh, Binks episode, and I'm like, give me part. Anakin, give me give me fucking Obi Wan, give me give give the people what they want. You know what I mean? Give give them exactly. the Jedi's. That's what we want. Sure that. We need. Oh, pleasure. Oh, honestly, it's been brilliant to have you back on, Andy. Thank you uh, for and it was me, great to have you. It. Obviously, the first first person to back on as a guest. Hopefully, we'll have many more in the future to come. Uh, now, if you do want to follow us on social media, you certainly can. You can get us on Facebook. You can get us on Instagram. You can even get us on TikTok and Twitter. Uh, we are at Comic Nation Podcast. And for myself and Luca, you can find me on Instagram at, at Curtis Campbell Official. And you can find Luca at Luca Campbell 6 Now, Thank you very much for listening, folks. We hope you've enjoyed it. Please make sure to leave the review uh, and make sure to stick around for the next one. I feel like, Andy, you've, you've got something to say there. <laughs> see before we go, and I know, I know, look, as a minor, how thirsty does she hulk make us all? She's oh. a sexy character. She only looks good when she is she hulk. I'm that's saying. not true. Oh, oh that's quite controversial. Do not listen to that, young man. You are a beautiful woman. I just happen to like you also when you're big, muscly, and green. I tell you what, I would let her cradle me. Let's just say that. We'll just, we'll just, we'll just <laughs> stop it there. By the way, if you haven't listened to Andy's podcast, go and listen to the first one, and you will listen to how thirsty Sean is. My word, that man. He is that the fastest man. man I've ever met in my entire life. Honest to God, he's back this week. So we, he was away this week. So I got Gary Bennett to sit, uh, to stand in. I need to listen to the second one as well. But mate, honestly, I cannot stress how thirsty this young man is. Sean Donald is the thirsty mate. He's thirstier than Tony Stark stuck in the desert in Iron Man. <laughs> he is the thirstiest man alive. That is fantastic, and and I listened to it all the way, all the way to my gig, and I'm not joking. I literally was like, "Oh my god, this man! Like, we need, we need to <laughs> do something for absolute, him." He's an absolute enigma of a man. Honestly, God, I cannot, I cannot describe the boy. You need to experience Sean. Oh, but yeah, folks, go and give it a listen. With Mates Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcast, please do. You you will thoroughly enjoy that episode and you'll enjoy all the episodes, definitely. Uh, but for now, folks, thank you so much for joining in with us. This has been another episode of the Combination Podcast. We will see you again in the future. Thanks very much and take care for now. Bye-bye.
Goodbye.